Welcome to Equipus Church, Denise. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live at our city campus. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Pastor James. Woo! Come on, how about you lift your hands? Going all over this place. God's got a, the Bible says God has got a plan for you. Jeremiah 29 11. I love it. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you to give you a hope and a future. No matter what your age, no matter what your stage. Come on, today. We said it this morning, God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And someone said, just today, God, we just agree with your plans. God, tonight we say, reveal your plans. God, right now we align ourselves. We align our hearts. We come under the name of Jesus right now. And so just come on right now. And you're, I can pray this prayer, but, but what I need is for us to pray this prayer. And so just come on in your heart. Just say, God, I'm open. God, come and speak. Come and realign. God, tonight, Lord, let none of us leave this place the same. God, we need heaven to come. And so, Lord, we pray as you taught us to pray. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, in Dunedin, in this place tonight, let heaven come and touch lives. Come and renew minds. Come and, come and heal hearts. Come on, God's already in this place. It's not about God doing it. Come on, it's about us just aligning with Him, us being open to His presence, open to what He wants to do. And man, I just sense is a, it's an exciting time that we're living in. It's an exciting night. Kind of you agree with that? How about you say amen? Come on, let's give God some praise. He's awesome. He's worthy. He's the King of Kings. He's good all the time. Lord, we lift you up. We shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. How about you take a seat? Woo! Thank you, worship team. Man, uh, I talked about this morning, if you weren't here, can I really believe that we're in a new season? And uh, Manasseh, yeah, I love that. Um, it's a new season. What a great prophetic thing, and I think we're going to come back to that. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, yeah, and, and thank you, Pastor Will and, and, and Desiree, for having me here. It's just been so cool to redig some wells. So cool to hang out with the young adults, and uh, yeah, just just really exciting. And and I, again, I, for the young adults, if you're a young adult in this place, I want to declare it's a new season for you guys. There's there's something new happening, and and uh, yeah, I really. The longer I stay here, the more excited I get about this place. And uh, and for for Pastor Will and Dez, I just wanna just wanna acknowledge you guys and and uh, and the role that you've played, the the, the steadiness that you've brought to this ship and the strength that you've brought into this house. And, uh, and again, I just want to say it is a new season. And as we were worshiping on the front row, I, just, I really felt that, that there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a rain coming. And so just, just right now, how about you, I just love you to stand up. I just love to pray for you guys. Come on, how about we all stand up? Come on, these guys are, these guys are our leaders and they're awesome. Come on, Ryan, just come. And, Timmy, Timmy. And, and come on, just re- reach out your hands to these guys. Now, these guys are legends. 
do an amazing job. And so today, God, we just, we just partner and we just uh, declare again a new season, God. A new season externally, a new season internally, right? Right now, God, we just declare just a time. I just sense a time of rain, a time of refreshing, a time renewing. Uh, Lord, we just declare rain. We declare just new life in Jesus' name. New refreshing, new blessings, God. Lord, and just over every area, God, right now, financially, God, over this, over this house, God. God, just over vision. God, we declare just a newness to continue bigness. Lord, the go big that you've declared this year, God, we just say, yeah, amen to that, Lord, in this house. Lord, God, Lord, we declare it in, in, in new salvations. Lord, we declare it in, in discipleship. God, we declare it in leadership, God. We declare it in families, God. We declare it in relationships right now. Lord, new reign, new, new, new passion in this house, in Jesus' name. A new wave of your spirit. We declare new miracles right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. There's a new reign. We declare it's a new season that we're walking into. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Awesome. Woo. Wow, that's cool, man. Well, let's go home now. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, it's um, tonight I want to, so we sort of talked about it, and Pastor Will um, uh, sort of talked about, uh, you know, what we talked about this morning is that God works in, in seasons. Amen. You know, in the Bible, if you read the seasons that God works, and uh, you see it, and, and we t- again, it's a, it's a season of birth, there's a season of death, but there's also a season of, uh, of resurrection. And uh, I love the fact that, that, that we don't have to finish with resurrection. We see that in, in, in human life, we see the birth, we see the death, but in faith we see the resurrection as well. We see it in the, in the creation of, of um of the earth, there's the, there's the birth, there's the let there be light. God creates the earth. It doesn't take long in the Bible for death to kick in. Three chapters. And we see deceit come in. We see Eve and Adam eat it from the apple and then death happens. But it doesn't finish with death because the plan is for Jesus to come and bring resurrection life. We're going to bring this all back. So even in Jesus' life, you know, as you see it at Easter, you see even in the, the week leading up to, to Jesus going to the cross, we see, we see uh, you know, Palm Sunday, Jesus come in. And everyone's like, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. There's this birth, there's this declaration about a new hope, about possibilities. Then by the end of the week, we see death. He's on a cross. But again, it's, we see resurrection. And again, again, this is how God wants to, wants to work. And God works in seasons. And tonight I want to talk uh, about seasons. And, and, and you know, there, there's, uh, there's different seasons that we live in. And, and, we, and we dress appropriately. We behave appropriately in, in those seasons. But also we've got to choose what season we are in. You know, underneath, I've seen some interesting things. <laughs> I see people wearing... Wearing things that I'm like, that's not the season for that. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, you see, um, you know, you see people come and and into Dunedin and and uh, from different different climates and things like that, and and they're wearing uh, a lot less uh, than 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 probably a lot of the locals are wearing. 
or, or it starts off as a sunny day, but they haven't checked out the weather forecast. And you know there's a southerly about to come in. And many, many people are caught out because they're not uh, understanding the, uh, the, the times or the seasons that they're in. You know, you can, you can walk around in Dunedin and see people stuck in the 80s in their dress. You know, that's the season they've embraced. There's, there's people that have embraced the, the ruster season, whatever that looks like. With, you know, there's, 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 there's people in different seasons of life. But you, they're, they're, while there are seasons going on, also you choose the season that you're in. And um, let's, let's get into this. Tonight I want to, you know, uh, we, we know that God's got a plan. God's got a plan to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. And, and tonight I want to, you know, sometimes I've, I've, I've worked out, hey, what is this plan of God? What, is this, what does this look like? I came to university um, just killing time, really, just to be a policeman. That's what I thought the plan of God was. And, uh, and, and really, I, I reckon this is... This explains the plan of God. God's got a plan that's awesome. And if we stick on the plan, that it'll save us. It's, it's sort of like the boardwalks that you go on national parks. If you get off the boardwalk, it's hard work. It's harder work. Sometimes even on the boardwalk, you're going up hills. It's hard work. And it's getting muddy. And it's that. But if you stick on the boardwalks, it's generally easier than when you go off the boardwalks. Yeah? You with me? And it looks different in different places and different climates. Sometimes you get to that bottom corner and you've got to choose to go, oh, which way is it? And sometimes it's not just one or the other. See, see, growing up and hearing about this, the, the, the plan of God, I, you know, I thought it was more like this. Oh, I don't want to get off. And I've got, to, I've got to keep on this plan that God has. God's got a plan for me, but I better get it right or else you're off. But come on, I want to say there's this scope, like Pastor Will said tonight, there's this freedom. You know, that's, that's legalism right there. That's religion that says you've got to stay. Actually, we're not about religion, we're about relationship. And so it's really important that we, we understand the season that we're in. If you weren't here this morning, just a bit of background. This, this is my wano, whānau, wherever you come from. But um, these, are, these are my four kids. Uh, on uh, Lake Topo, there's my awesome wife and, and the four kids. That's really what life looks like. It's crazy. It's, um, it's all go. But if we come back to, to this, I, I just want to look at a theme over a few chapters in, in, the, in the Old Testament and, and Chronicles. And I had these thoughts. God was talking to me about these thoughts, and he's put them together. And surprisingly, have you ever, have you ever read the Bible and been surprised? You know, just the things, different thoughts that I was, I was thinking about, I looked them up. They're in consecutive chapters. They're different, they're different verses, and they're not, they're not all about the same person, but they're in different chapters. That, and, and I really believe that God's, you know, in the Bible, God works with themes when He reinforces stuff. And today, I just want to have a look at this theme of seasons, what we can learn, what we can learn from the Bible, what you might be able to learn from my life. And these, uh, these sons of Ishakar. Um, you know, they were able to de- determine the times and the seasons. And so, what does it say? It says, from the tribe of Ishakar were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. Now, how, how awesome would it be if, you know, the however many people at the Nidin Equippers knew the signs and the times 
that they were to take. Man, what a light that would be for every single person around them. What an what a, what a, uh, example to follow. What a hope. And, and, and again, there are signs and times, and, and it's not about worrying about getting it right. But it's, it's understanding that we've got a God who knows the signs and times. And it's about leaning into Him. And even tonight, I really believe God wants to just illuminate some stuff and you're going to be able to go, oh, I can see a bit clearer now. And uh, so that's in Chronicles 12. I mainly want to work around this guy called David. He's quite a big figure in the, in, in the Old Testament. And, and uh, uh, while David did some amazing things, he killed Goliath. He was an amazingly successful um, king. He also got some things reasonably wrong. And, and he learned from them. You know, and, and so I love reading, reading David. Because, you know, some things I get right, some things I've got horribly wrong. And, and, and again, um, you know, David's heart was for God. David's heart was for, to follow God. And, and uh, he came after a guy that started all right. He's the first, Saul was the first king, but he got it tremendously wrong. And then David had to sit in, in the wings waiting for this average to poor to mediocre king and waiting for him to move on so the call of God on his life could be fully released. And so David's waiting in the wings and, and then finally he gets this, this opportunity to, 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 to step up. And, and what has happened at this time is that the Ark of the Covenant, the, the, the thing that, that, that God that, uh, was an example or, or, or represented the presence of God that, that would let, let out from, the, from Israel from, um, in captivity, it was a big deal. And it had been captured by the enemy. And so David's like, right, now it's time to get the Ark of the Covenant and bring it back. So he says, let's bring the Ark of the Covenant back. See, I told you, um, to us. For we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. Saul got it wrong, as I said before. It got captured under Saul because he didn't follow God. He got off the boardwalk. He got away doing his own thing. And, and the whole assembly agreed to do this because it seemed right with all the people. So they decide, let's, let's get the Ark of the Covenant. And so what David does is uh, he, he goes about the Ark's on a, on a cart. So they move the Ark of God at Abinadab's house on a new cart with Uzzah. Everyone say Uzzah. And Ahoyo guiding it. David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might before God with songs and with harps, lyres, tambourines, tambourines. Symbols and trumpets. And when they came to the... So this is all a massive celebration. Yeah, we got the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, we're getting back to what God planned. Woohoo! This is awesome. But when they came to the threshing floor of Kidon, Uzzah reached out his hand to steady the Ark because the oxen stumbled. And the Lord's anger burned against Uzzah and struck him down because he had put his hand on the Ark. So he died before God. Well, that took a nasty turn. Next verse. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah. He was one of his mates, one of his leaders. And to this day, that place is called Perez Uzzah. David was afraid of God and that day and asked, how can I ever bring the, God, the ark of God to me? He did not take the ark to be with him in the city of David. Instead, he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. And so everything, 
everything just sort of went blank. Everything just, just, just big question marks. Have you, I don't know if you've served God long enough to have things happen in your life and you're like, what just happened there? I thought we were going well. I thought I was following God. I, you know, I was, I was doing it with my heart. I was, I was doing what I thought was good, what seemed right, but something went wrong. You know, we've got to understand that there's an enemy, the Bible says, to, that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's here to rip us off. And, 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 and you know, in this, uh, I see David trying to do a good thing, but he got it wrong. Has anyone ever done a good thing, but got it wrong? Maybe trying to bring correction to someone, but you might have done it wrong. Anyone married? <laughs> You're just trying to help. But you were told it was really wrong. Now you can do you can do things that are good, but you can do them the wrong way. And so and so tonight, you know, the, tonight I wanna I wanna challenge you. On what are you? What's the season that you're doing? You know, for me, um, you know, we've 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 talked about it. We did some amazing things in in Wanganui. You know, we uh, sorry in in Dunedin. You know, we did. Uh, a bunch of, it's awesome to see a few faces here. We did the snow party. And uh, we, got, we got two truck and trailer loads of snow from, uh, from the Remarkables. What a crazy idea. What a crazy bunch of people that want to do that. And we brought snow here and, and uh, just did a big outreach. And when I was asked, we were talking about it today. And we massively underutilized that amount of snow. Um, you know, it was, it was in the car park for about a week and uh, until we shifted it until, and then there was a small glacier in that corner for about a month afterwards. But it was an awesome time. We saw people saved, and that was what it was for. And, and so I thought, and when I got to Wanganui, hey, the snow thing went really well in Dunedin. Let's do it in Wanganui. We're actually closer to a mountain. Let's just roll this out. You know, I was like, woohoo, there's going to be some easy wins for me leading the church, and, we, and I'm like declaring, we're going to do a snow party, and everyone's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Here's the thing. When I planned to do the snow party, there was no snow on the mountain. And so, long story short, the snow party never happened. We, we made a late change at the end and did sort of like a sand party or something, because that's what we... <laughs> but even that was a pretty big flop. But it was because I just tried to do the right thing or a good thing in the wrong season. And, 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 and you know, we can do that about a whole bunch of things. We can do that about our, our Bible reading. Just do what we've done before, let's reel it out. But it becomes dry and boring or, or it becomes religious. We can do that about how we worship. You know, the cool thing about God is it's, He's as big as, as you allow Him to be. Come on, you're, you're as free as you allow yourself to be. I remember, because I grew up in Southland, I grew up in, as a rugby head. You know, ours is like staunch southern boy, hands in pockets. If I was wanting to express myself, I'd fold my arms. You know, it was just how staunch you could be was how cool you could be. And then, and then, you know, the more I allowed God into my life, the more He challenged that stereotype. 
I remember being here in university and I remember, I remember guys, I can't even remember his name, he came over from Hillsong and, and he was just talking about freedom and worship. And I remember I was over here, I remember jumping for the first time in worship. And something broke in my life. And I was like, man, I'm free, this is different. This is not who I was because I was in a new season. I didn't have to try and be that southern boy because that southern boy was limiting what God had in me. You know, I wasn't the names that, that, that people would put on me or that I'd put on myself. And, and God wants, and I really believe that, that this year, 2022, is a year of, oh, it's a new season. It's a year of breakthrough. It's a year of restoration that God's bringing you back to your original purpose if you let Him. And, and so, so yeah, I, I just, just allowing, going, hey, what is the season that God's talking to you about? Because what we see is that David got it wrong about the season. I'm going to show you. But it took him a while to understand. Oh, can we pop it up? So he, he's, you know, just, re, just to recap, God smited one of David's men. David's angry with God. And so how what's the best way he can do this? He can go kill some Philistines and get back to being happy again. The Philistines represent the opposition of God. So where do we get to? Uh, Now the Philistines had come and raided the valley of Rephim, uh, Rephim. So David inquired of God, shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered him, go and I will deliver him. See, he shifted, David shifted from going, it seems like a good idea to go, and, to go and kill the Philistines. How about I inquire of God? How about I come back to this relationship thing rather than just a religious thing that seems, seems a good idea to do? So he inquires of God, go ahead. I will deliver you into your hands. So David uh, went up uh, to Baal Perizim. And he, there he defeated them. He said to them, as the waters break out, God has broken out against my enemies by my hand. So that place is called Balparisium. And the Philistines had abandoned their gods, and David gave orders to burn them uh, in the fire. Once more, the Philistines raided the valley. So David inquired of God again. But God answered him, hey, plan's a bit different. Don't go directly up after them but circle around them and attack them from the front uh, of the poplar trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the top of the poplar trees, because that's what you hear when you walk past poplar trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move out to battle because that will mean that God has gone out in front of you and strike the Philistine army. So David did as God commanded him, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way to Gibeon, to Giza. So David's flame, frame, fame, fame, not his flame, his fame spread throughout every, every land, and the Lord made all the nations fear him. See, there was an amazing success. Because again, David did a good thing, but he did it the right way. And he, he, said, he went to God and through relationship, he said, hey, what's the season that we're in? Is this the way to do it? 
Is this, is this what I need to do? Is this, and, and you know, life, we, the, the, the world is changing so much. And uh, as you grow, you know, and, uh, whether just physically and, and, and with changes and with apps and with, we're, we're getting relationships and family and all that sort of stuff, life is so dynamic. And you can't just keep doing the same thing. I reckon it's every six months you need to relook at your world and go, hey, what needs to change? What am I doing that's, that I'm out of the season for? And, and, and uh, just taking some time to go, hey, what is the season that I'm in? And how can I adapt to that? And, and David was awesome at it because he goes to God, hey, this is what I'm thinking, but is this the right way? And he didn't even have to make up the idea. God's he's like, here's the strategy. And again and again, I, you know, I've, I talked to this at Young Adults Camp, you know, being in, being my first year at, at university, I, I thought I was the man. I'm away from home. I have freedom. I'm awesome. I'm going to church. I've got my faith going. Woohoo, we're going really well. And then I went to Easter Camp. And God just stripped back some things and just realized, and I realized, man, I'm alone. I've got no good Christian mates around me. At my hall of residence, there was a bunch of Christian girls, but, but I needed some guys. I needed an accountability mate, a guy. And, uh, and God really spoke to me about that. And so I started and went, man, this is a season I need to have a, a friend and go deeper and be a bit more accountable and, and, and reveal and be a bit more vulnerable. And so I started this uh, accountability relationship with this guy. And for two or three years, we did it. And, and uh, you know, the Bible talks about iron sharpening iron. And we sharpened each other, and it was really good for me. But because Dunedin is a transient place and things happen, he left. And I was like, oh, no, that season's over. But God again came back and said, hey, you need to do it again. And I was like, well, God, who? And he was like, hey, what about this guy? A guy who I, I didn't really know. We started going to church at a similar time. And so I just reached out and got to know him. And, uh, you know, I think we did it for five or six years. And me and Tim, we just, I got to know him. He's my best friend going through high school, uh, going through university. And uh, it was so good. But as times happened, you know, he went on as well. He moved on, got married and moved on. I was the best man at his wedding. It was awesome. But then another one, he, he left him. But God says, do it again. But here's someone different, you know. And and, and again, it's, the season's different, but there's some things that remain the same. And and, and so tonight, I want to ask. I'm going to come back to this, but I want to ask. Hey, first of all, what are you doing that you need to keep doing? What do you need? What are you doing that you need to stop doing? And what are you not doing that you need to start doing? Just those three things. You don't even, we're going to have some time at the end and allow God to just speak it. And, and maybe it's one thing you get out of that. If you get that one thing, it's going to help you go forward because you're going to be walking in the plan that God has for you. And, um, and But again, it's not just about doing them on a, on a Sunday night. It's just like continually coming to God. I love how David continually came to him and just won a battle. Do we do the same thing? God's like, no, 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 he's a different strategy. And then after this, here we go. This is where I'm coming to. After David had constructed buildings for himself in the, David, uh, the city of David, he prepared a place for the ark of God to pitch the tent 
for it. Then David said, No one but the Levites may carry the ark of God, because the Lord chose them to carry the ark of the Lord to minister before him forever. See, what happened is that David realized that when he went to get the ark the first time, he'd, he'd done it the way that the, the enemy had done it. He'd done it the way that, that the world had done it. The Philistines did it. The, if he, and what he had to do is he had to go back and see, hey, how, what was the original purpose of the Ark of the Covenant? The Ark of the Covenant was made for the Levites, the priests, to walk with the Ark of Covenant, to, for it to be in relationship, to be amongst people, not for a cart to take it. The cart was the way the world would take the Ark of the Covenant. And then when it stumbled, that, that someone could, could, could say, hey, I've got it under control. And so David had to go, oh, man, I've messed up. What I was doing was what the world was, doing, was, was calling me to do. And now I need to say that season's over. And now we're going to come back to the original purpose. We're going we're to put it the right. And so what he does is he, uh, you know, again, and, and, and we know this, but, but it's so easy to just conform to the patterns of this world. But the Bible says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, His pleasing and purpose, uh, and, and good, pleasing and perfect will. David comes back and he says in, in Chronicles 15, it was because you, the Levites, did not bring up the first time, uh, bring it up for the first time that the Lord... Our God broke out in anger against us. We will not inquire of him about how to do it uh, in the prescribed way. We did not inquire of him. So the priests and the Levites consecrated themselves in order to bring up the ark of the Lord, the God of Israel. And the Levites carried the ark with the poles and the shoulders, and Moses had commanded them in the corners uh, with the word of God. And they got it right. And what happened when they did it the right way, you saw blessing come upon the kingdom of uh, David's kingdom. And, and you see God getting behind it. And again, it's just, tonight I just want to make some space to be able to go, hey, is there some things that we're doing that we just need to pause on? You know, for some of the, there's some things that you're doing that you're finding, hey, it's, uh, oh, I know I should be doing them and and I'm just getting tired of doing, but tonight God's just going to refresh those things. There's some things that God's going to say, hey, there's just, it's a new season. And I'm gonna, we're going to declare that it's a new season. That, and again, when we're talking about this, that God knows the plans He has for you. And He doesn't keep them hiding from you. Can I have the worship team come? I want to read out some, some statements that the Bible says. The steps of a man and a woman, that is across everybody, are the steps of a person, let's say, are established by the Lord, and He delights in their ways. He delights in your ways. He's not looking back grandstanding. He's getting in behind saying, man, I want to I establish your ways. That word establish means make firm. Come on, some of you, you're not afraid. God wants to firm up. The, 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 the ways that he has for you tonight. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes steps. Come on tonight. Just an opportunity to allow God, just come and he's gonna come and he's gonna come and speak. He's gonna come and encourage. He's gonna come and just bring 
strength. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your paths straight. Come on, for the Lord is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing will He withhold. Come on, He's not a holdout. No good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in You. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Come on, I love verse four because it's so true. It's so true. Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. God knows what's in your heart. God's plans for you is not opposite what's in your heart. He's created you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. He's put those desires in your heart. And for me, as I said earlier, the the story of my life is, is that I came to Dunedin planning to be a policeman. I got a got a degree, a Bachelor of Science, majoring in geography. Wow. Set the ready to set the world on fire and realized by itself that wasn't gonna do much. And so I decided I'd go to I'd go to teachers college and and uh, be able to put that into a to a trade to be able to become a teacher, a secondary or or primary. I was doing a two-year degree. And then I worked out that, hey, I'll get involved in police and then I'll get into the youth side of police because I don't really want to hang out with hardened criminals. And pretty much in the first year of that, just again and again, I just remember for about six months, God just peppered me with people that would just prophesy over me, would just call me out in a room like this. I'd go to places and people, speakers would say, I need to speak to you at the end of the, at the, end of the conference just prophesy, hey, God's, God's got a new season. God's got something different for you. God's, you know, there's a call of God in your life. Mainly because I was a bit stubborn. But, but I just had to yield to that. Say, so, okay, God, I stopped doing teacher's college and started something called Rock Solid with a few other leaders. And we, and we just stepped out in faith and followed God. And man, it's amazing where God's taken me. It's been such a ride. Serving in the house here, meeting amazing people, then getting 10 years ago, going to Whanganui. But what's one of the cool things is that God knows the desires of my heart. And a year ago, the start of 2021, I get a ring saying, hey, hey, we've got an opportunity in Whanganui. Would you like to be the police chaplain? says, hey, this is what you need to do. And so, so every week I get to go into the police station. I get to go and minister to the police. Just go and take them chocolates, take my coffee machine in, make coffees, build relationships. And now with this, now because I've got a relationship with them, I'm like, hey, here's some things I've seen going around in my friends and churches around. They, so we did this thing called Blue Santa, which is at Christmas time, you, you get $100 worth of groceries put them in a hamper and, uh, and then you take them to families in need so we get some agencies on board we, um, we talk to the police and they're like yeah thumbs up so we in a really quick time it's just amazing seeing God's hand we get $10,000 uh, just through different organisations within about a week or 10 days donated means 100 packs goes to 
goes to homes and the police go to drop it off. They're like, yeah, you be a part of it. Yeah, you're a part of it. So we get to go along and do this and just see God opening up. And I talked to police afterwards and I was like, man, I've never seen just walls come down and just things be able to build a relationship with people in our community. How did that happen? Because God knows the desires of my heart. And it says, as you delight yourself in Him, that word delight means to be moldable, to be malleable. You need to be moved around. I'm able to allow God to just mold you. And tonight, I just wonder where you are. Come on, let's stand to our feet. And where's God molding you? Where's God challenging you? Say, hey, this is a different season. It's a different season for you now. Just come and move. Come and Come and, come and just yield to that. Come and allow that to be dropped off. How about you lift your hands? And that, that, this lifting of hands is not anything that, that we're doing out of religion. It's just saying, God, I surrender to you. God, come have your way. Come on again, I want to say, hey, what's, what are you doing that you need to keep doing? Maybe what, what, what are you doing that you maybe need to stop doing? Come on, God's just going to allow, He's going to identify that. What are you not doing? Maybe God's saying, hey, it's time to start this. Maybe that's relational. Maybe that's serving in the house. Maybe that's giving. Whatever that is, Holy Spirit, just come and speak. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Denise. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.